some super exciting news. Over at Text Talks, we get a huge number of artists reaching out to us to highlight their amazing content. And because we plan our seasons quite far in advance, we often can't accommodate requests to spotlight some of the amazing up-and-coming talents South Africa, Africa, and the world has to offer. And so we started Text Talks Extra. Text Talks Extra has gone on to become its own beast, and thanks to all of your support, we are super excited to announce that our friends in the culture of humor have stepped up to collaborate with us for the next season of Text Talks Extra, launching on the 14th of February. Puma have been at the very forefront of the culture through iconic collabs with the likes of Nomzamo Mabata, Winnie Harlow, Dua Lipa and Cara Delevingne, to Nintendo and even my fave sweeties Haribo, while always looking toward being more sustainable in the pursuit of their biodegradable shoe experiments. I mean, this is the brand that bought us suede, a fashion icon that's been a staple since its first drop in the 70s. Finally, keep your finger on that refresh button on Puma's Insta. Ruba has it with restrictions easing more and more. Select sessions might just be happening live and in person at their flagship Bramfontein store. So don't say we didn't warn you. We are stoked to be collaborating with Puma again and can't wait to bring you only the freshest content on Text Talks Extra, including all the happenings in the land of Puma for 2022. Whether it's their latest collab, hashtag select sessions, hashtag suede Sundays, or just a reminder that she moves us. Catch all the drops on at Puma South Africa on Insta or wherever you follow the iconic cat. And now, back to the show. Welcome to Tex Talks Extra. I am Tex, and today I am talking to a genre-fluid rapper, writer, and producer that I've been watching steadily grow over the course of the last three years. So to see him getting recognized and playlisted has been super sweet, to say the very, very least. I am, of course, talking about Caleb. My friend, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm very well. I'm grateful to be alive. Thank you so much for having me. I'm also grateful to be alive, considering the fact that we have just gone through two years of absolute hell and the state of emergency yep. is officially over. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, finally, man. And uh, considering the amount of people that uh, rest in peace were lost throughout the process, you know, it's it's a bit relieving to be able to be back and be stress free and to just be present, you know, regardless of the situation that we all had to go through. It's it's nice to just be here. That's why the first response, like for the last year when everyone's like, how are you doing? I'm just grateful to be alive, grateful to be here doing what I love. Grateful to be here doing what you love. You know, the first time I heard of you was when we featured you on Text in the City back in like 2019. It feels like forever yeah. ago. I feel like I've lived three yeah. lifetimes since then. And th <laughs> that track was Guess Again. And I remember thinking, you know, you were already asserting yourself in that track and telling everybody what you were here to do and you know that you are you are original but how do you feel about the current climate of the South African hip-hop scene and the people who are coming up as well because it took a little bit of a slump for a bit yeah well I mean look uh when when I first got featured with Guess Again that was that was the first track that I 
I felt like the reason why I was so confident in that song and like the whole title being like, you know, anything that you thought about me, guess again, was because that was the first song that I recorded and mixed for myself after like making music for a substantial period. I mean, that was 2019. That's like seven years of making music already at that point. So like the assertiveness in there kind of, you know, like then seeing artists like Lucas Raps and Blackie come up throughout the the lockdown period and where, where a lot of people were uncertain about how that was going to affect the industry. You know, it actually it, it proved to be good for a lot of a lot of young artists that came up because they also just proved, you know, it doesn't it doesn't matter how much you can get out there because with, you know, like the Internet, I don't have to be sitting next to you right now to make this possible. You know, we're in the fortunate position mm-hmm. of, you know, we, we just connect to the Wi-Fi and we get going. You know what I'm saying? So I think the, the current climate of South African hip hop is beautiful because it's like regardless of restraints there have been so many artists i mean i mentioned too but like there are so many artists that made it work for themselves and used it as a time i mean costa came up massive out of the lockdown and that's you know you have to commend anybody yeah. that managed to make that not only work for them but like that made it work better almost because it took the industry shutting down almost for like a miniature reset so that there was an opportunity to shine lights on artists that were actually working and were like aware of the fact that they can capitalize off the fact that everybody's not paying attention to what was already hot just because of the fact that you know being at shows and being in the media was what was making them popular it now went to okay well who's who's asserting themselves over the onlines and who's creating a presence for themselves without needing to be out and active in the inverted commas in the streets you know what i'm saying so I think I think where South African hip hop is at right now, and that also forcing bigger artists to come into like collaboration, like that uh, that project that Costa and AKA did. Like I don't think something mm-hmm. like that would have just come if the industry was progressing at the rate that it was. I mean, I'm I'm not saying that those artists wouldn't have gotten to where they are right now. I'm just saying I think they capitalized off the fact that everyone wasn't just given access to the standard like what was already present. So yeah, I think South African hip hop right now is flourishing mm-hmm. actually. Since this is the first time that we've sat down and we've done this and we've had a a longer, more in-depth conversation, I mean, we've been exchanging voice notes for a while, but <laughs> yeah. tell me a bit about Caleb, right? Like, how did you develop this intense love for hip-hop and develop your flow? I want to know. Yeah, that's actually crazy because this has been a conversation that's been, like, really frequent for me as of late because, obviously, like... I, I, this year is a decade of me making music and like submerging myself, particularly in the South African hip hop industry. Cause since I, I decided that like, because I wanted to be a professional sportsman, you know, anybody that's listening to this, that knew Caleb in like high school, I wanted to play cricket for South Africa, dude. Like that was my thing. Like, and, uh, now a decade what? in of making music. Yeah. <laughs> um, a decade in of making music, I, I reflect on like how actually this, the music and like rap came about and when i was a uh, third grade nine years old my first like physical album of anything that i had ever owned other than like a now cd which was like the family's not like not really mine <laughs> but <laughs> uh, my own first piece of like physical copy music was 50 cents get rich or die trying and uh shout out g suspect for Actually, you know, it's so crazy because I always think of it like, how did a nine-year-old white kid in the Afrikaans suburban community get his hands on 50 cents, like 
Get Rich or Die Trying, one of the best selling albums like of all time. And it's just, it's crazy mm-hmm. to me that another South African white kid from the Burbs was the reason that that artwork became as iconic as what it is. So shout out G Suspect, um, OG in the South African industry for anyone that doesn't know. But uh, yeah, so I mean, 50 Cent Get Rich or Die Trying was the first influence as with any white suburban kid listening to Eminem was like a standard but I really started to like submerge myself in mm-hmm. hip hop as a whole only in like high school like when YMCMB came out the the reason I make music R.I.P. Mac Miller uh I remember hearing uh damn was it Nikes on my feet was the first song I heard from Mac and that was around the time where like I was like okay well school's coming to an end I have to be realistic about sport like I'm in a government school I'm not like a quota player. I got to like think longevity for myself. And music was something that I knew I could make a difference in people's lives, regardless of like where I was in a community. Like if I was just true to myself, like the number one thing I look for in an individual is like, are you sincere with yourself about who you are? Because if not, why like, and it's not like a holier than thou kind of thing. It's just like, I can't associate with somebody who's not really certain of who they are because that impacts your certainty of who you are you know the more time you spend around people that are uncertain so um mm-hmm. yeah not to digress but yeah this whole like everything about my musical career kind of just boiled down to a thing of well this is the only thing that i can hold myself accountable for you know like if you look at what COVID did to people that had set jobs um mm-hmm. you can be in an industry for 20 30 years and the moment there's somebody that's just got a new degree, new set of knowledge, yours becomes like kind of like irrelevant and redundant, no longer useful. So you just kind of get pushed out. But if you look at an artist like Snoop or like Kanye or Dre, you know, they've they've been doing it for years and it's just because there's nobody that can replace them because they are so authentic to themselves. So I, I had to be true to myself and like what I wanted from music and who I wanted to be. And that kind of came with the self-certainty first, I think. It was like the realization I have to shout out the people that influenced me, Adam and Max and Jens and Josh and a bunch of people I don't even speak to anymore that influenced me on the journey of becoming self-asserted and recognizing who I want to be first and foremost before presenting that in a creative way to, uh, you know, it's on the internet so anybody can find that and like just before we started where you guys were like you know we can cut something out of somebody that you don't want to hear like if your mom was listening it's like you know I try to be as authentic from like my own presence to with my family to in interviews to with people like listeners anybody relationships as a whole like I want to be consistent I don't want to have to speak one way in front of my friends because they have an expectation of me to be this and then speak another way in front of my family like I'm just trying to be me across the board and that's like Caleb you know without influence or without like having to change in certain aspects dependent on situation and you know what Caleb I really feel that from you like especially on your EP figure it out that you released was probably like your your full first full body of work that I heard and you know you you're talking about love and depression and substance abuse and I, I really got the feeling that this is someone who's writing about what they know for want of a better phrase. Do you know what I mean? Rather than just writing about external forces that, you know, maybe you see, but not necessarily experience. But 
what's your process when it comes to to writing, writing lyrics down? You know, it's so dependent because it used to be like where I was at in life that I would write about, but I found sometimes I wouldn't do it justice by writing about where I'm at right now because I was also very hesitant to put out like, I was I was living a wild lifestyle. Anybody that knew me in 2016, like October through to just like before the Vuzu hustle shooting in like 2017, January, I was in those four months, the wildest I've ever been, you know, and I was writing music then that if I had put that out and I look back at it right now, just because of where I was in the moment, I don't think I'd necessarily be as proud of it. So I've tried writing more about like, if like if you listen to figure it out and you listen to connect you know most of my music you can tell is almost like a looking back on an experience even though i'm speaking about it in present you can almost tell that's not where i'm at like because like daydreams for instance which shout out apple music shout out text for making playlisting happen but that was the song that <laughs> apple music playlist i love how you have to give love where it's due I love how you're shouting me out on my own podcast. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's, you know, that's the level of respect. Like all those voice notes, like sincerely, I have so much love and appreciation for you and your entire team. So I'm going to say it while I can. Um, But anyway, so my music is written from a point of uh, reflection. So I I try and look back at where I was and I write music that – because anybody can relate, you know, because I don't have to be there anymore for that song to be relatable. There are 7 billion people on this planet. If 1% of them are going through that and hear that song, they can relate, they can connect. And that was like, (laughs) pardon the pun, but that was the whole point of connect. I wanted people to be able to listen to the music regardless of where I was in life now. Those were songs that I had written about Mm. what I've lived. And you don't have to be going through depression to be able to connect with somebody that's going through depression right now. If you felt that before, you know, if you've lost a family member, if like one of your parents have passed away, or if you've gone through a certain scenario that shaped you, that shapes you forever. You don't have to be going through that right now to be able to relate to somebody that is. And I just wanted, I want my music to be as honest and as sincere. And I think if you take time, it's like, thinking before you speak, if you take time to think before you speak, what you deliver will be more sincere and more honest to what you're trying to say, as opposed to letting emotion or like, you know, anything else change what's coming out of your mouth right now, you know? So if I, if I rather write my music from a point of reflection, I find it to be a lot more sincere. So I'll generally like, yeah and it's so strange like if i'm close to a body of water that's where the most creativity comes so i'm not like surprised that most of the time that's in a shower but so many of the hooks to my music that i've written and so many lines in my music come from like a place where i'll I'll just be standing where there's no thoughts and like this like the silence almost or like the repetitive static noise drowns out any other thoughts and that allows me to like have a good point of reflection and that's then where I'll try find most of my content for you know lack of a better word right there so basically you got to move to Cape Town or Durban move back to Cape Town I'm actually from Cape Town no don't lie someone's away suicide till I die what so how did you end up in Pretoria uh the Vuzu hustle actually i was staying in long street uh between october 2016 to january 17 came up to come film for the Vuzu hustle uh 
shout out everybody shout out joby bakama um at dream team entertainment i think it is uh he actually put me on channel O a, a week after you guys did the review for uh for connect but shout out joby shout out keenan forbes shout out stogie t won't say the formal name there no he's not a fan of that don't know him like that but shout out everybody on the shout out everybody on that on the the hustle shout out all the contestants as well those people a couple of them uh jesse centelia family uh i have a lot of respect for money world star all those boys like love to everybody that was there but yeah that's how i actually ended up moving up here it was um stogie t actually said to me like if you want to expand and like grow in the hip-hop industry like coming up to Gauteng would be a good move it wasn't like him saying like that's what you got to do but I just found like I played Mercury a few times um I had battles at Fiction used to battle shout out to uh Tyler Kirkman owned the block uh part of the YGen team shout out Youngster as well man a lot of love for what's going on in the South African industry right now actually a lot of respect for everybody as well I mean that whole the whole Cape Town industry shaped me own the block created so much opportunity for me um prior to coming up they actually gave me merch coming up to shoot the Vuzo hustle and like i420 Cape Town i'm just using this platform right now to give love to the people that helped me get here and i'm really i'm forever grateful to each individual that has shaped this journey but yeah that's how i that's how i got to pretoria actually i moved up i came back to cape town packed the bags or i was coming up here for like six months fast forward i don't know what's it now like five years i love that you're using text talks to basically like shout out everybody that got you <laughs> to where you are because that's one of the things that i absolutely love about you like you are appreciative and you are humble and you know your worth. And I think that for a lot of independent artists that are doing things by themselves entirely alone, which you are, you are doing things DIY, independent, 100%. You know, sometimes it gets a bit, it gets a bit lonely down the road. But then when you start to see the fruits of your labor, like you are now with the release of your EP Connect, which we'll get to, you know, some people tend to forget the people that have paved the way, you know, and the people that have given them a helping hand along the way. But you, you don't, you don't, you shout out whenever you get a chance, you shout out the people that have helped you. I try, I try because I, I don't like when somebody can't give me credit for the contribution I've made to their, to their journey, you know? And it's, it's not a thing about like, I've done this for you. I deserve it. But like the smallest, most selfless gestures. I, I actually don't know if you remember you in Pretoria having lunch with or dinner with a could have been your mom or somebody. And I met you at Culture Club. That was the first time I met you in person. And, yeah, I remember. Um, the first thing I said to you was, thank you. Thank you for the platform. Thank you for what you're doing for the South African music industry and for the culture as a whole, it's, it's like, that's why I say South African music industry. You're not doing this for rappers. You're not doing this for the old scene. You're not doing this for the indie. Like you are doing this for everybody. And like, how can, how can credit not be given? You know, like I get it. It, it, it is a really frustrating journey. Um, like the constant self-assertance that you need. So many people become like almost insecure when they're not given the credit that they deserve. And there's a lot of artists. I wish the mm-hmm. South African industry was bigger because there's a lot of artists that deserve so much more credit, like burning forest boy, for instance, like shout out, shout out Georgia Vakian as well. What 
yeah, let me not curse but that guy is really also just shaping <laughs> the industry and it's it's <laughs> it's so crazy to to just think that there aren't people that are recognized the way that they deserve to be like greg carlin not enough people know what he is doing for the south african industry a hundred percent at every moment i think it's it's only right that when somebody's been putting in hours and then you know that that contributes to your platform use your platform to grow their name you know that's the one thing in this genius documentary that i've seen with kanye you know like the six years that mm. he wasn't in contact with Pudi mm -hmm. after blowing up you know it's, it's just so crazy but that's still like it goes full circle and he he could come to the realization like damn this is somebody that's been selflessly there for me sure he made cash out of the whole thing but he deserves a platform and to be recognized and like you can only imagine what this whole genius documentary has done for Kudi's career you know if like he already had something now he's hands down going to be recognized as like one of the greatest documentary documenters of our era you know as i would like for anybody that's contributed to the south african industry that i'm aware of and beyond my knowledge to be given that credit for you know like and not to have to wait for their passing like r.i.p ricky rick i think a lot of people gave him his flowers while he was alive but it's just it's crazy to see so many more people come to light after and be like damn you know thank you for what you did it's just like you know tell everybody at every moment use every platform like because that's only going to grow you as well you know because as the people that have helped you grow grow it goes full circle constantly so we just got to feed each other almost so to say that's very good advice but while you are very quick to give shout outs to people who have helped you, you're also very outspoken about the fact that people and media sleep on you as well and have been sleeping on you. And I, I feel like with the release of Connect, people are starting to wake up to the fact that they can't really ignore you for much longer because <laughs> you've got a really <laughs> bold, very fresh, very unique voice on the scene. Do you feel like people are starting to wake up now? Slowly but surely, I mean, wake up and smell the loud flower. Shout out my own brands, positive thinkers to the universe. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, like we we have been out here. I mean, my best friend is the face of, oh, maybe that's a NDA. Can't really say that yet. But was the face of Appletizer, is the face of Emporio Armani. Go on their landing page. Shout out Foreign Roy, Max Roy de Pop, like one of my family, the reasons I am not to sound conceited or like, you know, give myself credit, but I think I'm a relatively humble individual and I have a lot to credit him for that. But uh, to get back to the the industry, I think sleeping on us, like, yes, 100%. You know, I think a lot of people replicate a sound, replicate an image, put music out, use Afrikori to distribute, like, and then get absurd absurd like support and what they're doing where i feel there's like that's shallow there's artists like huey out here in pretoria johnny bass myself like god damn it myself i'm a, a great creative and i think there are so many people that are slept on that work incredibly hard because we constantly shine lights like local publications constantly shine light on what already is and I don't think that I need to be accredited by who are already great. And people, pe 7 billion people on this planet, why do you think that like a handful of people that are already successful need to give me credit before you think I am valuable as a commodity in the creative industry? Like there are a lot of people that, like yourself, for instance, you giving me an opportunity. I mean, 
you wouldn't give me the opportunity and the platform less you saw on me what you see in everybody else that you have given that same platform to you know so mm-hmm. for the last person who i've heard a talk by to be youngster cpt who is undoubtedly going down as a great one and not only the cape town but the south african music industry as a whole you know like for me to be in the in vodacom the same conversation like like why why does it take other publications to need that accreditation by the artist in order for me to be good why don't they look at who is hands down contributing to the biggest like texts in the city and text talks is up there with notable mentions of what's going to go down is what shaped the the culture in the african music industry you know they should be looking up to your publication and looking at what you're giving credit to as opposed to looking at those artists because otherwise we're going to be stuck in the same cycle pre-covid and you know i look at i look at damn straight how <laughs> yeah <laughs> i look at how blackie's opening doors for so many young artists right now and mm-hmm. i mean he's going on tour with with a uh, earth gang like in the uk mm, and europe huge, if i'm not mistaken huge massive yeah massive and that wasn't even a chat i mean like stogie t had his own independent tours in the uk early like 2000s mid 2000s and that's massive but i mean like now you're going with like dreamville's like proteges like j cole's proteges <coughs> what what doors do you think that's opening you know like shane eagle and vaughn and his whole team opened that door, kind of, and they brought those Black artists Coffee, to the country. Winning a Grammy, huge, massive, massive. Shout out Black yeah. Coffee, man! Like <laughs> th- this, this whole podcast <laughs> could be just us giving credits. And you see, that's why I'm like, why? As mm-hmm. me as an artist, I mean, if you go look at the people that follow me on Instagram, the people that I think have a mutual respect for me. I don't know why they need to be vocal about it before other publications started to take notice. Like, damn, I'm really out here creating good music and not trying to be like, not only anybody else in the South African industry, I'm not trying to be like anybody anywhere. I, I give credit where it's due and my influence and you can you can hear it in my sound, but I'm really not trying to be like anybody else. And I think that in its own, the fact that I'm still pushing and that i'm getting playlisting by spotify playlisting by apple music getting attention from you getting attention from like the people behind the scenes at channel O, like my linkedin going crazy like <laughs> all young and up-and-coming artists that might hear this linkedin is really a good way to connect like <laughs> so, but you know like i i just think i i do deserve i mean not to be like conceited or like self-appraising but like i deserve a bit more recognition for what I am trying to contribute to the South African music industry. And instead of like everybody like closing themselves off and just like pushing their own sound and their own friends and their own inner circle, I think we should be a bit more embraceive of like people that are actually working hard because that way the industry for our country could expand in ways that the international market keeps growing. You know, like Katy Perry and Juicy J being on the same song you know, you're not going to find many pop artists being willing. Like our industries are like five, six years ago, I commented on Folk of Policicar's post and I was like, yo, it would be so sick to like do work with you. And they're like, oh, they would never work with rappers or well, not them, but their fans. And I was like, duh, we holding ourselves back in our industry. Like, okay, obviously like 
Folkov's never going to work with me like as an unknown artist but you got to shoot your shot and I just think it's whack that the people that follow them are so closed off to growing the industry and trying to keep that sacred to their own little group I mean there's no progression in that in my opinion and my opinion means fuck all in the greater scheme but I'm just saying well, listen, I think, you know, your latest EP, Connect, is your finest work to date, right? Like, it's super genre fluid, but it's still rooted in a hip-hop sensibility. And, you know, I, I know that you're still keen to experiment with tempos and instruments, and but you also don't want to be yep. boxed in. I know that about you. Um, and I see that more and more now with up-and-coming artists these days. But do you think that Connect has met your expectations in terms of how it's been received by people? Are you happy with the way that people are internalizing it and listening to it and the feedback for the people that are listening to it it has shown that what i wanted the project to do because this project has been something i had a i don't know if you got to bleep this out but like i had a psilocybin experience i suppose if you use the technical words not too many people will be bothered but um <laughs> we don't bleep anything out of this podcast I took mushrooms and it was August 28th, 2018. And Mac Miller had just dropped uh, Swimming on August 3rd. And I was busy listening to What's the Use. And uh, when I thought to myself, I was like, damn, what's Mac's music doing that mine doesn't do? And the word was like inside my head, I dropped the word connect and like a ripple form that went to the outer edge of my head and like came back into the center of my brain. And I said it out loud and I was like, connect. And I was like, the next project's going to be connect. And in the time being, I dropped transition. I dropped figure it out. I dropped numerous singles, numerous freestyles. And then finally I put happy again out last year, the first single of the project. And I was like, damn, this song really connects. And I was like, I think it's about that time. And from last year, every time I've spoken to somebody about the concept of the project, and then those same people hearing the project, they're like, wow, the music really did what you wanted it to do, you know? So I don't need hundreds of millions of people hearing the music for that to be affirmed. I think what the music was meant to do, it did for the people that have digested it already and for the people that will. I mean, it's, it hasn't even been out for a month, you know? And it's like, it's doing really mm. incredible thanks to you and thanks to the the people in power at Apple and Spotify and to the fans and the listeners and the family and the the friends I keep around me. Um, like I, I have really, really good homies doing some crazy things in the fashion industry here in Pretoria right now, Matri Downing, shout out Jay, shout out Seb. And they like them using my music in their reels that are like getting a couple thousand views, you know, each individual that hears the music, you know, they go back, they listen, and I feel like every time somebody hears it, it does what it was supposed to do. And at some point, some point it's going to get the recognition I believe it deserves. I believe it deserves a couple million across all streaming platforms. And it will get there. It will get there with people listening to the sincerity. You know, I'm, I refuse to ever do what anybody else is doing for the, like, if I find inspiration and I, I enjoy a certain sound, I might do something down that avenue but i will never replicate and force an image and a sound in order to get accreditation and at some point that's going to be recognized and at some point that's going to be respected and when that happens the music will continue to do what it's been doing and connect and allow people to feel like they understand where i was coming from and where i was at 
and see how where they at there is a way out and there is a light at the end of the tunnel for lack of a better phrase okay so we've reached the part of this podcast that i like to call this or that welcome to this or that with and you don't have to say okay. why you picked that thing unless you really want to okay for sure be ready let's go let's go okay here we go okay one dogs or cats dogs obviously there's no other answer um chicken or beef neither I knew wait, wait, you were are we say talking this. in consumption? Are we talking in consumption or like? Or like? Or, or like? Because I don't Like the animal. Because you're animal, vegan, yeah. Aren't you? like, like cats or dogs? Like, you weren't presenting that in a consumption manner, I'm sure. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. No, chicken or beef was like, if you're on an airplane yeah. and they say chicken or beef yeah. and you say, vegan i knew it i knew already it. had I knew my food it. thanks <laughs> okay so neither all right tequila or jägermeister oh, shout out be it Tehran. i'll say jägermeister but low-key tequila if i'm trying to get lit <laughs> <laughs> i'm looking for the support i'm looking for the plug i'm looking well. for the, the endorsements <laughs> yes i know i know and beer is incredible look at what she's done for foca love beer you're an incredible human being Thank you for everything you do for the industry as well. Give me that Jaeger bag. <laughs> okay. Obi Kopi or Rocking the Daisies? Rocking the Daisies. Shout out to Stan Entertainment as a whole though, but Daisies for sure. The vibes are immaculate. Okay. This one's a bit of a hard one. Jay-Z or Yay? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Okay. And then last but not least, I had to slip this one in there. Chris Rock or Will Smith? Oh, if that's how mad he gets in March, imagine how mad he gets in August. That would have sunk Will Smith's career <laughs> if Chris Rock said that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and- I, I mean, yeah, my, my opinion there is null and void. I wasn't in the situation, but I think Chris Rock handled that like a gentleman for sure. Me too, 100% agreed. Listen, this is amazing and I could do this all day, but unfortunately we've come to the end of Text Talks Extra and it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you today. And I know we're going to chat again very, very soon, probably, probably later over voice notes, but I can't yeah, wait sure. to see all of the things that you're going to accomplish. Once again, you're the best and you're welcome Likewise. back anytime. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys having me. Thank you to everyone behind the scenes. Thank you to you, Tex. And love, always, forever grateful. Do your best to be your best and stay positive. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Tex Talks. From me, your host, Tex, producers Jonathan Ings and Matthew Lewitz, and researcher Al Clapper. Catch you on the flip side. Head on over to texttalks.com for all our previous episodes. And remember, that's Tex with a double X.